Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. We got a newbie. All right, John Miltimore, managing editor of FEE, F-E-E dot org. Extensive background, writing, reporting has been subject of articles in Time Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, CNN, Forbes, Fox News, and the Star Tribune. Very, very glad to have you on the show. John, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks for having me on, doctor. Thank you for being here. Okay, uh, we're gonna chop it up about mask mandates or mask protocols inside of school systems in particular, but we can expand that argument if we choose. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about mask protocols in school systems. So give me your sentiment and I will respond. Yeah, I, I have no problem with masks in schools. Um, I just don't like policies that force kids to wear them. Um, I, I think you know throughout this pandemic, we've you know treated our kids very poorly in a lot of ways. I think this is just one example of that. Um, I'm sure you'll have some you know studies and evidence that show these are these are helpful policies. I'll have my own studies, and we can yeah. discuss those till we're blue in the face. I would like to point out the United Kingdom just scrapped its its mask mandate policy, and the reason the UK did this is no surprise. Um, the, the, the government's own research underpinning the policy showed that there was no statistical difference between schools that had mask policies and those that did not. So now that the United Kingdom is like most of Europe, they don't have these silly mask policies in place. Um, you can find some places where they are in place, but they you know almost universally apply to children that are 12 years old. And older, I would oppose those too, but I think it's important that we look. Um, small children in particular are very resistant to this virus. I have three kids myself, they all had COVID, they were all fine. And the CDC's own research shows that, you know, statistically, children of, you know, small children are more likely to die from the flu or a bee sting or a swimming pool or cancer than they are COVID-19. That's wonderful. It just breaks my heart that our kids have sort of been placed in the middle of this really divisive political issue, which I think masks have become. You know, it's interesting in a way you actually made my point for me. So let me break this down. The UK, they have decided to scrap the mandate because of science that they're following in the UK. You agree with the UK's line of thinking, correct? Um, yeah, I, I, I sense you're setting me up for a trap here. But I, I will say this, I support, I support that they scrap the mandates. Okay, but the premise of your conclusion was rooted in the UK scientists following their data, correct? Yeah, and I will say the CDC had a last a study last year that showed very similar. They, they analyzed schools in Georgia and hundreds of schools, and they found you know as well that there was no statistical difference. That's not true. Between it is true. I wrote an article about it, we, and I'll, I'll that, share with you. After I, I'm about to read to you the stats. Okay. Um, so they actually cited the statistical differences. Uh, the CDC reported that in states with the most populous counties, uh, they were three point five times more likely to have COVID outbreaks if they did not have a mask requirement in the school system. There was another report done by the CDC that showed school mask requirements took a school system from 34.85 cases per 100,000 to 16.32 once they implemented the mask policy. That's published, that's a published research by the CDC, all right? So write about that when you get an opportunity. The element that you brought up about the UK is that they were looking at the science and they decided to follow the science. Now, what is science, brother? Science is not a fact. Science is the observation of the data, 
or observation of the field of study. That's what science is. So in the United States of America, you do have science. The majority of the science, 96.4%, the majority of the science, and we're talking about research studies peer reviewed that are published, it says that wearing a mask decreases the spread of COVID-19. That's how you follow the science. So if the UK is correct in following the science, why is the United States not correct in following the science when the overwhelming majority of the research science says that wearing a mask is in fact a will in fact decrease COVID-19 in the United States or inside of those school systems. Here's the other thing, children don't exist in a silo, brother. Children exist in an ecosystem. Children have contact with their elderly parents or grandparents, aunts and uncles. Children have a peer group, they play, they touch things. Children spread COVID-19. There's a difference between an independent health issue or an individual health issue and a public health crisis. When you have an individual health issue, what you're saying sticks, it stands and I understand it. But when we're dealing with it in the context of a public health crisis, the rules are a little different and every state understands this. For example, having the chicken pox, that's not going to kill a lot of children, right? But every single school system in the United States of America, in all 50 states, there's a mandate of vaccination, brother, for chicken pox, measles, etc. Those things aren't killing children, but this, this has become accepted because of the public health issue. And we decided that this would be an issue that can be mandated by the school. Another part that baffles me when you say you don't like mandates, we got the public health issue, so we know why the mandates are there in certain school systems. Well, why do you think school systems should have the ability to mandate a vaccination or mandate a dress code? Or a state should be able to mandate that in order to drive a child, you must have a child safety seat inside of that car, which all 50 states make that mandate. All of these mandates are there for the public safety element of children. Why all of a sudden should the mask dynamic be different? Well, I think that was part of the problem to begin with. Like all of all of these mandates that you're making for people, they, they build on one another. And you say you, you make a good as far as logic goes, you're saying, well, if we have the right to tell you that it, you know you have to buckle your seatbelt or you have to strap your child in, child in, we have a right in the name of public safety to, to force your children to wear a mask too. Um, even if the CDC just recently came out and said these cloth masks that everyone has been wearing for the last two years, the CDC explicitly said, you know what? Sorry, they don't offer very much protection. You kind of need an N95 for that, or you need a surgical mask, and you need well, them fitted properly for it to work. Brother. That's not what no, they said. They said that, it decreases, that's exactly. They said it still decreases the spread of COVID-19. It's not as effective as double layering or wearing the actual recommended they mask. They won't come out and say they're useless. Wait they a minute, well, because useless, the science, but they're saying those cloth they don't masks say are not very useless, effective. John. Yeah. They That's don't say it's useless because the science doesn't say it's useless. The well, science still says that it is effective at decreasing the spread of COVID-19, even though you can maximize the effectiveness by either double layering or wearing the recommended CDC guide mask. Dr. Rich, That's what it. did the science say before the, the pandemic? What did the, the science before the pandemic say on, on masks and their effectiveness in preventing respiratory viruses? What did the Surgeon General say? What did Dr. Fauci say? Hold on, wait a minute, come on brother, I, I gotta bring you back to planet Earth. Do you go to a doctor? Of course I do. Okay, uh, have you seen your doctor wear a mask before? 
not usually, but I'm sure I have. What about nurses or your intake nurse? They don't wear a mask. Uh, they, they often do, and they're and they're wearing certain masks that are that are fitted properly. Um, that, Why do you that, think they're wearing masks in hospitals? Why because they've they always protect them. Yeah. Okay, you made my point. Go ahead. No, I, and I will say this: it's an important distinction. Science, you know, you say follow the science. Science mm-hmm. cannot tell us what to do. Science, there's no place for science says what is, but what we must do is a moral choice that people make. There's a difference in philosophy. You think it's immoral? You think it's immoral for a kid to wear a mask in order to protect themselves and their family from possible COVID-19 exposure? You think that's? I'm saying decisions. The the people that remove these decisions from families and kids and and have politicians and bureaucrats making their decision on their on their half is very dangerous and it's not helpful. And people are getting very tired of it. And we're gonna look back at this and we're gonna realize these were very silly policies. All right, so let me read to you some stats you may not be familiar with. USA Today and Ipsos did a poll, they determined in this poll, it was a national poll, 64% of parents back requiring teachers to wear masks in schools. 64% of parents, they back children being mandated to wear masks in schools. 62% approved of similar mandates even in rural areas. And 65% of Americans agree that mask requirements should be a thing even in the general public for certain places that you frequent, obviously. So what are Americans saying? The majority of Americans are saying, based on a public health dynamic, that we would like to keep each other safe. You're in the minority on this. So while you can say things like, well, you know, people are getting tired of it. Well, there are some people who are, but we're in a public health crisis. Now, the other part, and I gotta bring it back to this point, John. Are you saying that seatbelt laws should be illegal? Are you saying that a child safety seat should not be a law or a policy? Are you going all the way with this? Are you saying that vaccines for children in schools, K through 12 education, should be overturned? I've said for years I oppose seatbelt laws. I wear a seatbelt and I'd wear one regardless of what the law says. But I'll say this, you know, police, law enforcement's a big issue in this country too. And laws that allow people to get pulled over for a seatbelt lead to bigger problems too. And we see that. We see all these police problems. Have seatbelts saved lives And it comes with progressive. I wear a seatbelt. That's why I don't like the state making that choice. Let, let's and, talk and, about and it goes life. with mask mandates. If you look back, we yeah. had a couple of years ago, we had in the public all these mask mandates. We saw a, a, a young woman body slammed in a subway in New York. And, and people think, well, we meant well with that policy. I'm saying that you have the law that enforces that policy. And, and the law is often very brutal and, and, and doesn't know how to handle these things. And you know, I think that's interesting. Let me bring to you a, a personal example uh, that sure. took place. And I covered it on the television show just a few minutes ago. Uh, while you just cited, uh, a law enforcement official handling a no mask individual incorrectly. Uh, there was a situation that just took place where you know 30 or 40 Karens uh, flooded a facility that had a mask policy. Well, they decided to go in there with their children, right? Police come, guess what? They don't arrest anybody, they leave, right? Even though they were in violation of the trespass rules for that particular facility. So you can't use your microcosm to explain the macrocosm. Once again, we're not talking about an individual health issue. We're talking about a health crisis, a public health crisis. So once again, I assume based on what you just said, you are against a child seat being mandated. You are against seatbelt laws being mandated. You are against masks being mandated. Are you also against a dress code in the school system. That's another enforcement element of the administrative branch of that um, that particular operation, the school system. 
Yeah, I can't say I have a strong opinion on a dress code in schools. I will say this. But they enforce uh, them. Sure, I mean, I, children I, don't I like them sometimes. Parents this don't like be, them sometimes. You know, if we if we step back and look at the bigger issue of schools, this wouldn't even be a problem. I, I I think if we had a real marketplace for schools where parents can send their schools to the to the children they want, if we if we decide that we're gonna, you know what, we're not gonna start you know fund schools directly anymore, we're gonna we're gonna actually empower parents and students and give them the the, the funds and give them the opportunity to, to select the, the school they want, whether it has a, a uniform or not. I think that's a model we need to consider. Our public schools are really falling to pieces. I mean, 20% the US Department of Education, 20% of high school graduates can't read. We spend $12,500 per pupil. Our schools are failing, we need a new model. Yeah, so that's a different argument, a different debate. And I agree with you that we have to utilize all of our talent and resources to make sure our children learn. I'm a former high school teacher myself, I'm a current college professor. Here's one thing I know about school systems, there's no such thing as a bad school. People say this school is bad, there's no such thing as a bad school. And I see your face, you're making the face like I don't know about that doc. But let me remind you of what a school is. A school is a social economic reflection of that local community. You go to a school by way of your geography, your zip code determines typically what school you go to. Usually the issues inside of the school system are connected to the social economic issues outside of the school system. So the school system in many ways will have to create more holistic approaches in order to ensure that learning can take place at the academic and advanced academic level. So once again, there's no such thing as a bad school. It's typically our inability to reach students at the level or the place they are and solve and remedy those issues. There was a lot of words there, but let me just say, I know a lot of parents that will mm -hmm. tell you that they are in a bad school and they feel trapped in that school. And, and to me, it's like a grocery store. Like, are we gonna force people to shop at that grocery store, even if the food is lousy and even if it's expensive? I say, no, I want schools to work like a grocery store. You find the one that suits you best, you that has the food you like. And we need to approach schools that way. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have you back. We got 60 seconds before <laughs> the next show. I'm gonna have you back to talk specifically about school and higher and education and higher education. We may actually agree on some elements there. I completely disagree with you on the aspect of the public health crisis. I do believe school systems should be able to make this decision. They are duly elected by the local citizens. The majority of the citizens want their school system to make these decisions without the interference of people like yourself who say no, that should be the decision of a singular parent, all right? Okay. John, good to have you on the show, man. We appreciate it. Hey, it's great. We, we disagreed on some stuff, but I really appreciate the time and thanks for having me on. Absolutely.